welcome to The Real Life Girl. New episodes every Monday. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Real Life Girl. And two things. We have new podcast art. I just felt like the last one wasn't cutting it. I still really love the color pink. I do. But I really did want a more neutral setting, a more neutral tone. Um, I also make threads on my podcast social medias as well as my personal, which is linked down below. Um, but I just wanted something a little bit more neutral toned. So that explains the podcast art. And I think we are starting to upload on Mondays instead of Wednesdays. Um, I've been uploading on Wednesdays for the last year now, but I kind of don't like the middle of the week thing. I really want to start uploading in the beginning of the week. So from now on, new episodes every Monday, and I hope you guys enjoy the podcast art. So today we're telling embarrassing stories. Now, I never want to give the notion that I am this wild child and I have a crazy life because I really don't. I think of myself as very average and maybe that's bad, but I do have a lot of stories that really do leave their mark on my life. So today I'm telling three stories that are just so funny to me, but like at the time they like definitely weren't. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy because I'm always in the mood for a good, funny, embarrassing story. I love watching story times on YouTube. I'm a story time gal. So I hope you guys enjoy these stories and let's get into it. Okay. So I'm going to start by telling like the really lighthearted stories and these all are kind of lighthearted and some of them are like, whoa, you know, so I have three total stories, but I'm going to start with the first one. And this one, I was probably, I think at like nine or 10 and I had gone to Disney World. Now I've grown up at Disney World. Okay. My grandma used to work for Disney. And so we have guest passes and anytime that we go, she's such a trooper, always lets us in and like spends the entire day with us. So it's just absolutely amazing. I've gone to MGM, which is now Hollywood Studios, but you know, I just call it MGM. Um we've gone to Epcot, literally every park. Okay. You get the idea. So, um, this one time my sister and I, my grandma and my grandma's friend's granddaughter, we, all four of us had gone to MGM Hollywood studios. And I want to say Hollywood studios is like probably my least favorite Disney park. I don't know why it just seems so uneventful. Like, I feel like it's just nothing. Like you can literally see the hay ball, like moving through the park because there's nothing. Okay. So we had gone and um, this day was already rough. Okay. It was really rough. So my sister and I had gone to the car show. We went with my um, grandma's friend's granddaughter, but she was kind of like our cousin. So me, my sister and cousin went to the car show and my grandma was going to wait downstairs for us. And the car show, it's like, you have to climb like a lot of stairs, but my grandma has like a really bad knee. So she was like, you know what? You guys just go to this car show. I'm going to wait down here and, you know, whatever. So we went to this car show, whatever it ended. So she was waiting on like the north side of the car show. Now there's two shot. There's two sides. There's a north side and a south side and there's stairs to each. So we got off on the south side, which was the opposite side. So we're like, where is grandma? And we literally lost her for three hours. I had a flip phone at the time that had no service. So we literally couldn't call her. We were literally lost and we stood like 30 minutes in one spot, 30 minutes in another spot. Cause like you obviously don't want to move if you're lost. You know what I mean? Like you want to stay in the same position. So we're like, whatever, like, mm, 
Anyway, it was raining too. So we had the raincoats and finally after three hours, we find my grandma soaking wet and she was soaking wet because we had raincoats. It was awful. So toward the end of that day, we were leaving MGM and um, there was this really, really tall old man. And I remember as we were leaving, um, I accidentally stepped on his toe. I stepped. Well, I didn't know it was his toe. Honestly, I stepped on somebody's toe and I was like, oh, my gosh, like I literally like stepped on someone's foot i'm like 10 okay this big tall guy literally looks at me and yells at me and is like you stepped on my toe you know i'm like dude what (laughs) i was gonna cry (laughs) you know what i mean like i was gonna cry i was like oh I'm supposed to be immune to all discipline. I'm like 10. Like, what even is this? And he ended up literally yelling at me. And I just pretended like I didn't know who he, because I didn't know who he was. But like, I just pretended like, I don't know who he's yelling at. It's not me. And we just kept walking. And I heard him like tell his family, that little girl just stepped on my toe. Like, get over it, dude. Take your ego out of it and move on. Like, come on, dude. So... Yeah, and then later that day, we got Taco Bell. We got quesaritos, which if you've not had a quesarito from Taco Bell, it's like a quesadilla and a burrito. Like, it's a, it's essentially a burrito, but like, it's a quesarito. They have steak and chicken ones. The chicken ones go hard. They're so good. If you've not gotten them, please get them. That and chalupas are really good. But yeah, so that's my first story. And I got yelled at by like an old guy at Disney. So that's a story time to remember in my book. I made the best cup of coffee today. It like had the right amount of ice, the right amount of creamer, the right amount of caffeine, of course. Not to mention it's the perfect color. I have a coffee cup by Kate Nade Design on Instagram, which I will link her page down below. She is absolutely amazing. She makes the cutest coffee cans and I was able to customize it. I sent her an order and I was like, hey, like, I kind of want this and could I could I do this? She was so like literally fulfilled my request to a T. So if you guys want some good coffee cans, which also come with a cute cup and straw, I mean, sorry, lid and straw, I will link those down below in case you guys want to check out her shop. Moving on to the second story. So this second story, I was embarrassed. I like this was probably like the first time I ever experienced embarrassment in my life. So this was my kindergarten graduation. And I know what you're thinking, like, how can you remember that? I've just like my first memory is me throwing up on my dad. Like that is my first memory as a child. So I just have always had really good memory. And so that explains why I remember this story. So um, this was my kindergarten graduation and I went to, I grew up in a private Christian school. So I had gone to this school and when we had kindergarten graduations, like just any kind of graduation, whether it was like fifth grade or like 12th grade, like we would rehearse it for like a month. So we had been rehearsing this, like everybody had parts to this graduation and just everything. So the day finally comes and this felt like a milestone in my five-year-old eyes. I was like, finally, I'm graduating. I'm no longer a child. And yeah, so for the graduation, we had like, you know, caps and gowns, all these things. And then underneath, I was wearing like this really cute dress. I had this white bow on and this like taquitos. 
my Spanish folks, y'all know, taquitos are like sandals, but like with a little bit of heel to them. But they're not so, I don't, I wouldn't call them heels. You know what I mean? So I'd worn these taquitos and I was, you know, walking and we had just done the entire ceremony. I had my cap and gown and everything. And we were lined up in chronological like order according to last name. So I had my last name, which starts with an O. And then my crush <laughs> had his last name, which starts with a P. And that would be really weird if he was watching this. I mean, listening to this like, hey, dude, but he probably doesn't know this is about him. But I think he definitely knows I had a crush on him. Anyways, 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 anyways. So we were walking down the stairs and when everybody walks down the stairs in your graduation, the light is like shown on you. So the light is shining on me and then the next person behind me, etc. And I'm on like the second step and it's like a flight of stairs, just one flight. And I'm on the second step. Next thing I know, my eyes are to the floor. Like I tumbled down in front of my crush and I'm like, <gasps> and what made it worse was that my sister was recording with her iPad. So I'm pretty sure she recorded my fall. I tried to find it like years later in her iPad. Like I charged it up and to see if I could find it and I couldn't. So who knows where that video went, but I fell and I tumbled down the stairs and people were laughing. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I cried so bad. My family was there, my mom, my stepdad, my dad, like it was crazy. And then um, later on, I'm like, I, no, I think it was years later. I went to that school until I was in sixth grade. So I think I was maybe in like fourth or fifth grade and I was watching a kindergarten graduation and another kid fell. So I kind of felt like I stopped being embarrassed by that story at that time because I was like oh I'm not the only one that this happens to but it was literally so dramatic and I dwelled on that from kindergarten to pro till probably I was like nine or ten years old like it was crazy so that was a story of how I felt at my kindergarten graduation and I carried that I carried that shame forever until I saw another kid do it so I don't know but apparently it's like super normal so this last story is the story. Okay, this story is just, I like still laugh about it to this day. It happened almost a year ago. And this story was like, it was really traumatic for me. But like, I look back and I'm like, oh, that's funny. But at the time I was like, oh my gosh, dude. And it was just, it was so hard and everything. And I like tell my friends and they're like, I can't believe that happened to you. And there's no way that the people in this story are listening, but like, that would be again, really funny if they were. Anyways, so this is my homecoming story. This was my first ever homecoming that I had gone to. Now, just a little bit of a background. I'm home, I'm homeschooled. So I'm never going to a homecoming again, uh, unless I get invited. But this was my homecoming story of my sophomore year. And I remember like buying my homecoming ticket and I really wanted someone to go with, whether it was like, you know, one of my girlfriends or a guy, like I really wanted to go to a homecoming. Like all my friends were going with someone. I just felt like, man, it would be so sweet if I could go with someone. But whatever, I ended up just going with my girlfriends and it was a fun time. So... 
<clears throat> background again i really liked this guy at the time and he was like in my fifth period class i'm just gonna say it. he was in my fifth period intensive class okay <laughs> like if he's listening to this story i don't just stop listening okay anyway so he was in my fifth period intensive class and i liked this guy like i had met him like on the first day of school whatever and he was like really nice he would like flirt with me sometimes and then like other times ignore me but i really liked him so i was willing to put up with it which ladies ladies do not ever put up with a guy who acts like he likes you one day and ignores you the next it's not okay it's truly unacceptable. Like, I'm being so serious. Please do not put up with that. It'll cause you so much heartache in the end. Just skip that phase of your life. And if you've been through it, you know what I'm talking about. You know the pain. So um, I really like this guy. And I've liked a lot of jerky guys, okay? But this was probably the jerk among jerks of guys that I've liked because he just was. He was a player and he was constantly talking about girls and everything but I didn't realize that at the time but now like on the other side I like totally probably would have like dodged that bullet in of itself if I would have known <sighs> I just need a lot of willpower to tell the story so I like this guy and so homecoming was on a Saturday and so Friday everybody was talking about homecoming so questions like are you going what are you wearing constantly surfaced it was like the Met Gala of public school so he was asking me we were in fifth period he was asking me, he goes oh like are you going and I was like yeah and the entire time he had been telling me he wasn't going and then he was like oh actually I am going so I was like oh that's cool like maybe I'll see you there because like there were like a thousand kids like a thousand kids that were going and there were like almost three thousand kids at my school so um obviously there's gonna be a big turnout so he was showing me what he was wearing and it was this all white tux with black accents to it it was like the oreo of tuxes it was just mm. anyway i'm not here to judge anyone's outfit i'm not it's just it was a really like peculiar tux like a tux that i you know would remember because it just didn't look like any other tux it looked like it looked like if doughboy you know, like the Pillsbury Doughboy was like morphed into a tux. Like that's kind of what it looked like. Anyways, anyways, anyways. So he was like showing me and all these things. And I was like, oh, like, cool. And he started asking me if I was going with anybody. All these things. I was like, no. And in my mind, I'm like, you know, if a guy asks you, like, if you're talking to anybody, do you have a boyfriend? Like, okay, that means that he's like attracted to you. But at this time, I, like when I, when, when he was asking me that I was planning our wedding, like, yeah, I want a Tres Leches cake. I want to, you know, just being really unrealistic, okay? Creating a false reality, which I've talked so much about false realities in a lot of my episodes. And I think when you're a teenage girl, like you think you know everything and you think that anything that happens, you're like, oh, and you just suddenly begin to frame your life around that. And so essentially that was what I was doing. I highly, I highly advise you to avoid that though, because what we think will happen 97% of the time doesn't end up happening. God's plan is super funny. And I, I just, yeah. So anyway, so he started asking me like what I was going to wear. And I was like, oh, like you'll see, you know, because I'm like not going to show anybody my dress. Like obviously, because I didn't even have a picture either. Like I just no, And you know, I don't, I don't know. I just kind of like to keep those things to myself. So um 
I remember the day finally came and I like had so much anxiety that day, but I was like, you know, whatever. So I got to homecoming. I went with two of my friends at the time and we were just like walking around. And so my heels were killing me. And at that time, I was not a person that wore heels regularly. Now I am like, you know, I just wear heels. But at that time, I wasn't. So I was literally like walking like I had two left feet. So (laughs) I was, you know, like walking around and I saw him enter the room. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, whatever. So I said to my friend at the time, I was like, girl, like, let's see if we can find him. Like, I was like, I want to say like, I was at a different place in my life than I am now. I think like at that time, I knew God, like I was saved. I knew God but I didn't truly, like, I knew about him, but I didn't know him. You know what I mean? Like, I was so desperate in my singleness that I felt like I needed to make a boyfriend happen for myself. Like, I didn't want to wait on the Lord's timing anymore. I wanted my own timing. And I was just so tired. Like, I just wanted to make it happen. So I just want to say that, like, anything that I've done in this story, I don't recommend doing, okay? do not chase a guy that has not verbally expressed his interest in pursuing you and has not shown that and has not acted on that. Um, Anyways, I just felt the need to give that disclaimer because I was truly such at a different point mentally than I am now. Anyways, so we were walking around the room and it was me and my friend and then him and his friend. So we're walking around and, um, I see him and I was just going to walk by him because like, I mean, his friend was there. Like I wasn't going to say hi to him, but then he comes up to me. He's like, oh, you look pretty. And I was like, what? Cause I wanted to make sure I heard him. Right. He's like, you look pretty. And then I went in for a handshake. He went in for a hug. So he hugged me and I was like, oh, thanks. Like you look nice too. He's like, I try. Like he was really charming. So I'm like in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy likes me. it was so stupid like oh my gosh so the entire night he was like nudging me and like you know have you ever like had someone like touch your shoulder and then like when you look back they like look away acting like they didn't do that like that's what he was doing and he was like eyeing me and like punching my arm like flirting with me so I'm like oh my gosh like this guy likes me (sighs) if only I knew I swear if only I knew (laughs) So, um, toward the end of the night, my feet are throbbing. My feet are killing me. And, um, I like see him sitting on the bleachers cause he's in this glowing white tux. Like in homecoming, at least in my school was dark and really loud. There's music blasting and there's like lights, but like, it's not like you can barely see. So I'm like, you know what? Like I see him literally on the bleachers. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go up to him. So, again, stop pursuing men who aren't serious about you guys. Like, seriously, don't do that. It's stupid. It will only lead you to heartbreak. I promise you. So, I went up to him. Like, I'm walking to him. And it took me, like, half an hour to build this courage. So, I go up to him. And I'm walking. And, I like, I see him. And as I get closer, he has a girl on his lap. And he's making out with her. I was like jaw dropped and he like saw me like obviously like he knew I was going up to him so I was like oh sorry and I bolt to the bathroom I was like first of all I was mortified that I walked into a makeout session because that's always embarrassing I've been the third wheel in a lot of my friend groups so I should know second of all it's just so like and I was also like 
okay, this guy has literally been flirting with me and like, like you get the player mindset I was trying to describe in the beginning of this story. So I take a deep breath and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't even know what to think anymore. And I'm like kind of hurt at the same time. So then I enter the room from the other side so he wouldn't see me so I wouldn't have to walk by him either because that was so embarrassing. Oh my gosh, like embarrassing. (sighs) So I'm like sitting, you know, back down on the bench and I'm like kind of sad. Like, you know, I thought that something would happen between us and it just like didn't. And I like truly created a false reality of who he was and all these things because obviously he was a player and I was just so delusional that I couldn't see. So, um, this guy comes up to me, this other guy, and I didn't know him. Like we weren't friends, but like he knew who I was. I knew who he was like acquaintances is a better word for it. So he came up to me. He's like, Hey, like, um, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. I'm good. And he introduced himself. He seemed like really charming and he was really cute. So I was like, Oh my God, like this guy's so cute. So he starts asking me, he's like, Oh, um, you know, are you here with anyone? Are you talking to anybody? Do you have a boyfriend? I was like, no, like I'm just here with a few friends, whatever. And, um, he like asks me like what grade I am. And I'm like, I'm a sophomore. He looked like he was a senior. He was like, no, I'm a sophomore too, whatever. So we start talking, we exchange phone numbers and he seemed like really charming. I was like, oh my gosh, like this guy's like super cool and like chill. So, um, you know, we start talking and all these things. He was like, you look really nice. Like you look so nice. I was like, oh my gosh, like, thanks. All these things. So we start talking and we're just talking about school, all these things. And this guy was like a pity party, like a walking pity party because he started talking. He's like, man, my life sucks. I'm like, okay. He's like, no, but you don't understand. Like, my life sucks. Like, it's so bad. Like, I hate my life. I'm like, oh, which red flag. Okay, red flag. (laughs) So we're just like continually talking. And he had said to me, and like, I swear I should have bolted at this point. He says to me, he goes, oh, like, we should do a one night stand. And I was like, I laughed because I'm like, oh, that's a joke. Like nobody, nobody ever says that seriously. And I'm like, oh, like, ha ha ha. And he's like, no, I'm for real. And looks at me with like the straightest face I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And my heart like starts to like race because I'm like, here, I thought I just met this like really charming guy. Got rejected by my crush. Like this night could not get any worse. And we start talking and literally he is like um you know just talking whatever and like I said homecoming is really dark it's really loud all these things so he's saying something and I was like what I couldn't hear him and at this point like I understand I should have bolted I really do I just wasn't in the right headspace I thought you know what I just need to try to get out of this conversation as smoothly as possible all these things and you know whatever So I'm trying to just, you know, short replies, like you get what I mean. So, um, he is, so he's trying to say something to me. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what'd you say? And he got so close to my face, like, tried to kiss me. I was like, dude, I'm not, like, I have virgin lips. Like, I'm not wasting my first kiss on you. Like, embarrassing. And at this point, I'm so freaked out and I feel so bad that I gave him my number like before he started being creepy. So then um, 
I literally was like, I was shaking and he gets closer to me and like puts his hand on my upper thigh. I was like, and my heart drops again because I'm like, here, I thought I just met this like great guy and he's like so creepy and I'm trying to figure out what is the best way for me to get out of this situation. So he calls his friends over um, and they're girls. All of them are girls. So I kind of feel more at ease. If it was guys, I think I would feel a little bit more, you know what I mean? And girls listening, like, you guys were late, you know what I mean? So, I'm, like, kind of take a deep breath, and I just get up, and I, like, leave, like, and plus my sister was there to pick me up. It was, like, 10.30, homecoming ended at 11, so everybody was kind of leaving anybody anyway. So, I'm, like, you know what? I get up, and I leave. This guy, mind you, is in a scooter. If that's not the cherry on top, I don't know what is. This guy's in a scooter, and his reasoning for it was... (laughs) I don't want to laugh, but like he said that he got ran over by a car. And I was like, what? I couldn't tell if. <laughs> this entire story, I swear. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Let me just get out of this situation. So I literally get up and I'm like walking as fast as I can in these heels. I'm like, oh my gosh. And he starts following me in his little scooter. I'm like, what is this? And he starts following me. And he's like, where are you going? Where I'm like, I'm not even answering him. And I have my arms crossed, which is like the international symbol to I don't want to talk to you. Don't come up to me. So I'm like, you know what? Let me like go to my sister, whatever. So when I'm leaving, you know, like the homecoming room, there's like these two sets of twin doors. And I'm thinking, which door do I go from left or right? Like, where is he less likely to follow me from? And I choose right. He follows me. Like, what are the odds? What are the odds? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then we leave. And I'm like, you know what? Like, whatever. I finally get to my sister. I tell her literally everything. I'm so spooked out. So the next day was Sunday. And I like, am just like so freaked out, whatever. And then he starts texting me. And he's like, oh, sorry if I was like coming off as weird. Like, I was just nervous. All these things. (sighs) guess what I do? I give him the benefit of the doubt. Of course, my toxic trait. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. Like, shut up. Like, stop being desperate. Literally just block this dude. So Monday comes and I tell my friends like the entire story. My friends are like, oh my gosh, like I'm so sorry. Like all these things. Um, So then at lunch, later that day at lunch, he comes up to me and my friends and my heart is just racing. He's like, hey, like, what are you doing? Like, where are you going to go for like, like, where, like, where's your next class? Who's your teacher? Like your mom, like, leave me alone. And he would literally like come up to me throughout the like week. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And he would not stop texting me. Like I blocked him on everything. He was just a creep. Okay. After that, Monday comes, you know, like again, Monday is, you know, here and I'm in my fifth period where my crush was and a lot of his friends were in that class. So he's bragging to his friends about homecoming and everybody's talking about homecoming on Monday. So he's like telling his friends, he goes, yeah, there were like 10 girls all up on me. Like these girls were kissing me. I was making out with all of these girls and I'm like, what homecoming did you go to? because mm, that that would that didn't even happen i'm like what you act like i wasn't stalking you the entire night 
And I'm literally like, what in the world? So essentially, my crush was lying about literally everything. And I'm like, uh-uh. And I just decided, I was like, nope, 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 nope. And I just did not, the attraction dried up so quick. And that was the story of this creepy guy and my jerky crush all in one. And then I like, you know, stopped talking to my crush at all. Like we just like weren't friends anymore. Um, and we would be in class. And I remember like shortly after my birthday, I like bought a new phone and I bought a new phone and I had it on my desk and he comes up to my desk and takes my phone and like takes the phone case off. He's like, you have the same phone I do. Like, okay, give me back my phone. I don't, I don't know why you have my phone. Like, (laughs) and he would like still try to like talk to me, but I would like keep it so short. I'd be like, oh, hey, whatever. And then he ended up getting expelled. (laughs) If that is not the second cherry on this story, I don't know what is. It was crazy. And word has it, like, one of my friends told me that he's back at school. I'm like, oh, thank God I'm homeschooled because I just couldn't. <laughs> and that's just this episode. I just, I mean, I think that, I think the two other stories were, like, boring. But this story was, like, quite eventful. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And I hope this was entertaining to you guys Moral of the story, do not entertain weird guys. Do not entertain guys, period. I mean, just anyways, just skip that phase of your life. Anyways, I hope you guys have a really good day. I love you guys and I will see you guys in the next episode.